Something is coming. War! Right and wrong, the light and the darkness are at it again. But we are not afraid. We know that a deliverance will come. A prophet! This is written. This is promised. The book of Revelation 19.11 says, And there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. Welcome to Fear Me, a podcast about fear the walking dead. Fear me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. And we are here doing episode 33 of Fear Me Podcast, but this time we're going to be covering Preacher. And we told all of you that we were going to come back next week and actually do episodes one and two of Preacher, but we had a chance to watch it again, and we just were so excited about talking about it, we decided to just go ahead and do it. So here we are. Yay! Yay! So, okay, so obviously we're all excited, but do you guys have anything that you want to talk about with the episode? Well, let me ask you this. Uh, What you drinking? Oh, yes. What am I drinking? Um, I'm not real happy with my choice tonight. Oh. I'm drinking <laughs> Goose IPA from Goose Island Beer Company. Ah. And I must say it kind of gave me the gurglies. And I'm not real excited about this beer. Yeah. But I'm taking one for the show. I'm drinking another one just to make sure that it's the beer. <laughs> and not, it's giving you the rumbly tumblies. Yeah, and not Get- something else. So... I had one the other day, and I had one yesterday, and both times were bad news bears. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. Well, I can give you a little background on that beer. Um, that's actually not a craft brew anymore. Oh, really? Yes. I, if, from what I heard, they were bought by Anheuser-Busch. Really? Oh, they're pouring Budweiser in I don't that. see that on that's here. That's what it's doing. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. I was asking a guy about it at the... Uh, distributor interesting well i mean it's not that great either <clears throat> no but it but it was i mean I, I the first time i had it i actually thought it was pretty decent but you notice how all of a sudden it's popping up everywhere yeah um mm. that kind of makes sense well get goosed i don't know yeah. we'll see what happens goosed. with this one goosed. i don't know if i'll ever buy it again <laughs> no <laughs> well if you disappear during the podcast then we know where you went yeah. yes you want to take care of the goose? <laughs> yes. Uh, Stu, what you drinking? Uh, old standby, PBR. Oh, for Christ's sake. You're so I'm not going near the goose, and we didn't go anywhere else to get stuff. Wow. So. Wow. I'm sticking with the blue ribbon for tonight. Mm-hmm. Good or stuff. Or two. Right. Yes. What, do you, what you drinking, Scott? I am drinking... Hold on. Totally forgot. I'm, to. I'm glad you were prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking from Champion Brewing Company. I'm drinking their Missile IPA. Yeah. 
Yeah. Where's that? Uh, Where's that from? Uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good one. It's got a. It's got a serious bite to it. Um. Yeah, but it's good. It's well, good. It's, it's very got a name very like hoppy. Missile. It better have a bite. You got that right. It's got a Show big missile on the front of it too, flying at you. Sweet. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's cool oh, looking can. Holy crap. Yeah, that yes. is cool. All right, you got. We'll have to post that one. That's cool. Yeah, I'll get a picture to you. But that's it. You know, it's a, it's a, it's good beer. Um, definitely first time I've tried it, and it's definitely okay. hoppy. I'm sensitive. We 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 always do IPAs. Is that all everybody likes? No, that's you know, actually, I almost bought a bitter for you the other day. So mm-hmm. I'll have to. For I'll me? Have to go, yeah, I'll have to go back and get that. Now mm-hmm. Stu's not doing an IPA. He's doing beer flavored water. <laughs> yeah. Pilsner. Oh, and some white lightning. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. <laughs> the old mason jar special. Swill. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Way to go, Stu. All right. So what did you guys really and truly think about the premiere episode of Preacher? I, I have one like quick comment and then I'll step away. No. There was nothing I didn't like about Preacher. In fact, when they aired it after Fear, I was like, can we please do the podcast on this show? <laughs> it, was all, it was awesome. <laughs> all the characters, the the writing, the music, the cinematography, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the quiet moments. It was awesome. It was really well done. Mm-hmm. I, so. I couldn't agree more. Um Stu, I, I, I mean, I, I, I thought it was exciting. Um, the characters were fantastic, and it really just flew by. Um, mm-hmm. I, I loved the, I even loved the beginning scene, which was like from a nineteen fifties, uh, uh, you know, sci fi show. Yeah, oh, all you of know? that. And yep. and and even when they did the transitions, like going back to Africa, they had that big Africa. Mm-hmm. On well, there, no, all, know? yeah. Every time they showed the type, it was like outer space. Yes, Africa. Texas. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. awesome, man. Yeah, that was great. That was it great. really was good. Thirty thousand feet up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I really enjoyed everything about it. Um, I, 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 there wasn't a, there wasn't a character in there I didn't like, at least or or didn't find interesting. May not have liked them, but I found them interesting. But I do have one character who, who was absolutely my favorite. But I'm going to let you guys guess who that was. Should we guess now? Sure. Why not? Oh, the Irishman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cassidy. <laughs> Cassidy. He was cool. That's right, boyo. Well, I feel the exact same way. I actually think that this is kind of on par with The Walking Dead when it premiered. And I this grabbed my attention right away. I love the way that it transitions sometimes from one scene to the next with a quick flash like when the, the ketchup fell on the plate after Cassidy fell out of the plane. Right. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Oh, right. Yep. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, uh, you're and right. the characters, awesome. the music, they played Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash and, like, all these good country oldies but goodies. And um, mm-hmm. it was just awesome. I can't wait to watch the next one. I, I loved all the little things that were going on. I mean, even like, you know, going back to Cassidy when he jumped out of that plane, uh, grabbing an umbrella to keep himself in the shade because he's a vampire. And see, now <laughs> I didn't catch any of that because, okay, so first of all, none of us have read the comics, right? No. None no. of us have. Okay. Nope. I have no so idea. So we are coming this from uh, coming at this with a 
fresh state of mind. We have no idea what the background is of this show Mm -mm. before we watched it. We don't know anything about the characters. Yes. At all. So I thought he was grabbing an umbrella just to slow himself down because he didn't Mm -hmm. have a parachute. Right. And until you said that, I would have never thought that was why he grabbed an umbrella. Well, you can see when he was laying on the ground, he was all splattered everywhere and he was trying to put the umbrella up to keep him in the shade. Yeah. But <laughs> and it still. was all destroyed. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, it was so, yeah. um, yeah. So one of, probably one of the best shows out there right now, at least, well, there's a lot of good shows out there right now, but this one's definitely grabbed my attention. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. It's just, it's completely different than anything out there. I love it when, you know, when I was talking about the, the 1950s uh, um, uh, sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. I love the way that they, whatever that thing is that's flying through space bursts through uh, Jupiter's rings. Yeah. Just mm. explodes right through them. But I it, that was really it sounded cool. like the rings went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like it was in pain. They did. <laughs> yeah, but when it starts descending towards Earth and it's going mm-hmm. towards Africa, it's got like that big dimensional type over Africa that says yes, Africa. Africa. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which okay. makes it so cartoony. And, and and the, you know, entering the priest and so forth in Africa in the little church there. Mm-hmm. And then having that dude, you know. First off, I don't know if you noticed, but all the people were excited. They thought it was like a miracle or whatever. But the dog yep. was going off. Yeah, he was barking. Yep. Yeah, he knew something was wrong. And uh, and then all of a sudden that dude just explodes. <laughs> oh yeah, he came out with like the super deep, like crazy yeah. voice, mm-hmm. and then he came back to his regular voice. Yeah, but then, and then, then he came back yeah. to his regular voice and and said, uh, "What did he say? I am the prophet. I think. Yeah, I am the prophet. And, I am the chosen one. Yep. And then kapow. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, do you think that it exploded because? He was he got he was like too big in the head all of a sudden. That's what I was kind of thinking that maybe whatever entered his body felt like he wasn't the right one, and so it exploded him and moved on to the next body. Oh well, that's a good point since it then found our preacher later on. Mm-hmm. I true. think whatever for whatever reason it didn't didn't find him worthy. Didn't find the the magistrate or whatever they call him in Russia. Either or Tom Cruise. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that was on the news, right? <laughs> yeah, didn't find any of them worthy. Um, maybe it was looking for a d- desperate, empty soul that it found in the preacher. I don't know, but for whatever reason, it didn't find these other guys worthy, uh, but did find the uh, preacher worthy. Right. So throughout the episode, you're seeing just like hints. You're, you're seeing people blow up or you're hearing about people blowing up. And, right. and that's what you're talking about. Then finally it finds the preacher at the end. Right. It's searching. It's searching. See, I'm, I'm piecing all these things together as we talk. Because even before the podcast, like, there were, I had so many questions about what the hell was going on during this episode. So many things. And so, oh, I, like, yeah. I didn't even... You and you like and me both. Like the fact that um, Tom Cruise blew up. Like I didn't even catch that until the second time I watched it, and I it didn't even yep. like it didn't even um, <laughs> register that that was associated with the guy from Africa or Russia. Oh, oh my God! I just barreled out laughing when I heard that on the oh first time God. I was watching it. I just jeez, because <laughs> I can't stand Tom Cruise. Oh, who can? 
<laughs> now, of course, it wouldn't be a big explosion because he's like tiny. Um, it's true. So. But yeah, so we don't know if this entity is good or bad, right? No, no clue. So we don't know what it's No, like. I would say, um, you know, on one observation I have, I would say maybe even a little evil. That's what um, I was originally thinking. Yeah, because, I mean, I... I I don't want to jump to the end of the of the show, but you know when when uh, um, oh hell, what was that guy's name? You know, my mother says that. My mother says that. Ah. You're talking about the the whiny butt that is uh, he tells to go see his mom, right? You know, the, the, listen. The, what I'm just going to bring up is the fact that the preacher tells him that, and you all, and if you watch it the second time, you really see the preacher was influencing him with some power. Well, yeah, yeah. right. So it's not necessarily a positive power. Yeah, but I don't know if that thing is, is well, yeah, it might be negative, but it might not be intentionally negative. I don't know. It's um, it, it's extraterrestrial is all we really know at yeah. this point. But it, it, it definitely um, gives him the power to influence people directly. Right. Mm-hmm. But you could Literally. tell by his, but you could tell by <laughs> his face he didn't mean it that way, right? Yeah. Right. But yet, yeah, exactly. that, but yet, in the guy's head, it was put into it that way. So it leads me to think that maybe this this entity is evil. No, but he takes it in such a simplistic way. He takes his words or literally. Literal. Yeah, he takes everything literal as to what he's saying because his brain is being completely controlled by what the preacher says. So mm-hmm. I certainly won't miss that character. The guy's name is Ted. Ted. Ted is dead. Ted is dead. Ted is dead. Ted gave his heart to his mother. Yes, he did. <laughs> God, if she was my mother and doing that to me, I'd kill myself too. Jeez. Well, you know, that's the other thing too. I couldn't quite tell if um, she really was or not. Because she certainly was surprised by what he was saying. Yeah. And she seemed like a sweet old lady. Yeah, she was like, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. Makes you wonder. But back to the preacher. Okay, so I'm yes. really I'm really excited that first of all he has a tattoo on his back of a turtle. Uh, missed that part. You did? Yeah. That was like one of the well, super I saw the tattoo. Too. I just didn't notice what it was. Oh yeah, big old turtle. Mm-hmm. And but there's lots of scars on his back too. Yep. yep. Well, we we know he was some kind of badass in the past. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So our preacher sucks at being a preacher. That's what we find out to start out, right? Yes, yes, no doubt. Um, I thought it was interesting, um, his uh, conversation with uh, the the kid, Donnie's son, was the one that came up to him about saying, you know, hey, I want you to beat up my dad. Mm-hmm. Right. And his, um, his response to it was really kind of fascinating in a way. I mean, he sounded like, you know, originally he sounded like, hey, all right, I'll take care of it. But then he went mm-hmm. into all of what that involved and what degrees that devol- involved and uh, mm-hmm. and said to the kid, you know, so you really want all that to happen? Right. And then he ends up with saying, but I'll take care of it. Well, he said he said he was going to take care of it. And I mean, I don't think he was going to take care of it in the way he was describing. He wasn't going to take care of it in, um, you know, violence begets violence kind of thing. But I, he's going to talk to him, right? I think he was trying yeah. to get a response out of that kid, and well, yeah. no doubt, and and get the kid to realize, you know, what you're asking for is like that's pretty mighty, and do you really understand what that all really means? 
So what changed though? So what changed when he he's saying this to the kid? So if we're interpreting this to mean that he's trying to teach the kid a lesson about the fact that if I go ahead and do this thing, it's really going to screw everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, then he goes, you know, he's, but he says, I'll, I'll look into it. And then he goes and talks to the mother. And the mother expresses the fact that she actually likes getting beat up. So then the next thing we know, he's going to go in there and kick Donnie's ass. Or no, I take yeah. it back. Donnie kicked exactly, his ass, right? Yeah. Because right. the kid yes. told he him. He came back from the uh, right. reenactment. Did the kid tell him? Yeah, the reenactment. No, no. What happened was is Donnie kicked his ass. And then Donnie made the mistake of saying, and I know who told you. That's right. Okay. So I'll bring yeah. it back to him. Yeah, he said, I got another whooping to give tonight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what pushed the preacher over the edge. Exactly. And did you notice in almost every shot where he was punching somebody, he was smiling? Yes, yes. I did notice that. He was like having great, he was just yes. loving it. Yeah, he was enjoying every yes. minute of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... Can I, before we go on too far, can I just point out the fact that that guy shot a squirrel when he was sitting there in the lawn chair? And said, yeah. I Abe Lincoln, that's... Yes. Yeah, I know. It's great, wasn't it? <laughs> There's some great lines in the show. <laughs> You're talking about Donnie. All the little things like that, yeah. like throughout the show, are just awesome. All well, right, Kim, a, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Well, it also didn't the wife, you hear her in the background going, Donnie, I told you not to shoot a gun at church. <laughs> oh, was that Donnie that did it? Yeah, no, that I was Donnie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was awesome. That's good. No, but... um. I was just going to go back to the kid and that conversation. And, um, you know, that, that kid's kind of a hard ass. And he's mm-hmm. a direct result of the fact that his parents are having mm-hmm. a little bit too much fun with the violence, I think. Oh, Don't you think? I th- yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the it's Raising Arizona kids. Yeah. Like the kid that was mm-hmm. writing fart mm-hmm. on the wall. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I forgot about that. But um, but the preacher also said if someone was listening, I would, like I would do all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. like at that point, we don't really know much about the preacher, so we just think that he, maybe he's lost his way as a preacher. But then, like further on, I'm like wondering, well, like who is this guy? Is he a vampire too, or like what's going on? I don't know. Well, we 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 I think we learn early on that he has done something in the past Mm -hmm. that he has a reputation around town that he's an ass kicker big time um and 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 you know and with the introduction of some of the other characters we realized there was a history there but we also get clued into the fact that he made a promise to his father to be one of the good guys Mm -hmm. so he's coming back here to try to be one of the good guys but his faith is not necessarily in it right you know, was his dad, definitely questioned. Was his dad the preacher before? Yes. Okay. And someone killed and his him. dad. Was yeah, he he watched his dad die. They they showed that a couple times. And it was one of the last things his dad said to him is be one of the good guys. Right. Okay. So, evidently, he was a bad guy for a long time. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that his dad was completely innocent either. I mean, his dad might have no. been involved in some stuff as well. Exactly. Like, why did he get killed in the first place? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he may have been running, you know, cartoon figures across the Mexican border. Well, the other thing I wanted to know is who is... 
That just went right past me. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Keep on going. Uh, who was Walter? Walter was um, Tulip's uncle. Tulip's uncle. Okay. Yeah. So. I love that. Walter, let me find you a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was Thanks for warning now. me, Walter. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm curious about what the relationship is between the preacher and Tulip. Well, if we're going to go talk about Tulip, I got to say, best entrance of the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was awesome. Her fight in the car. Yes. Yep. That oh was my like my favorite scene of the entire show, I think. Well, there's a lot. Oh, my God. There's so many favorite scenes, but that was one yeah. of the top. But uh, but as far as the introduction goes, I mean, yeah. Cassidy's was awesome. We'll go, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But, but uh, Tulip's was phenomenal. Yeah. And, and with the, you know, when she... She finally stops them, and then she gets with the... Her interaction with those kids was hilarious. Mm -hmm. It was. But and then they made the homemade bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> she's she like was the, ready for arts and crafts. She's like the best yes. babysitter ever. <laughs> she was. She's inspiring this young lady to make sure that she's as tough as she can be and so forth. Yeah. yeah. The little brother's kind of like, holy shit. I know. Who is this lady? Oh, my God. That was hilarious. But, and even her name, Priscilla Jean Henrietta O'Hare, but you can yes. call me Tulip. Yep, exactly. That's like such a huge name for such a huge person, but in a tiny little body. Something mm -hmm. you totally don't expect from her. With the whole car scene, I love the choreography of mm -hmm. them fighting from the back seat to the front seat and then her flipping over and going to the back seat. And little did I know that the guy in the front seat had been killed. I didn't even realize that until she got back in the front seat. And right. uh, and then she gets out and kills that guy with a corn cob to the mouth. Oh my god, that was awesome. The only the only, the only uh, bitch I have about that is that uh, the uh, the corn outside the car looked a little fake. Oh jeez, really? No, I mean really. <laughs> that shit. That shit would be flying in the car and everything like that. But no, it looked like a you know like a nineteen seventies. Show with with the cars, uh -huh. you know, where they're doing stuff like that, and everything is on the outside. But I yeah. didn't notice okay. that. <laughs> it didn't bother me. <laughs> I think if you're in, in, if you're driving through corn with your windows all open, there's going to be shit all over the place. Come on. Oh well, yeah, that's true. But that aerial of them going through the cornfield that was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yes. Doing the S curves and stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Now, now, let me ask you this. She is obviously from the preacher's past. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What was her relationship with the preacher? Well, that's what I'm asking. I think they were, uh -huh. they used to be an item, but... Well, they were definitely partners. I don't know if they were intimate, though. Oh, I think they were. I think they might have even been married. Married? Why do you say that? Married? Really? Yeah, I mean, just, I don't know. It's just some of the stuff he was saying and so forth. Um... I'm not saying that they were, but they they definitely had, a, I think, an inter intimate relationship. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with that. But they also used to be business partners, too. Mm -hmm. So Partners in crime. Yeah, you could say that. So I think there's a lot of stuff there that I can't wait to see them hash out. It was definitely not an a amicable breakup between them. Well, no, because she says, I'm glad we still hate each other. Because they, I mean, she's coming there with a uh, job proposal, really. Right. 
which which he's like, oh yeah, it's gonna be the greatest thing ever, right? Because he's like, okay, you know, be ready for her to try and sell him on it. Mm-hmm. But. I did like when she said, uh, he said something like, uh, well, you're the preacher here, and, and I hear you're not very good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait, when when she, when he goes to Walter's apartment, mm-hmm. the guy that was passed out on the couch, yeah, was that her standing there that had just yeah. been taking a shower? Okay, see, I yeah, didn't yeah. put that. I didn't put yeah. that together either. He saw her gun first and recognized the gun. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. God, I feel like we need to watch this like three and four times. There was a lot going on. There's a there ton. Was. I mean, I think mostly they're just trying to introduce all the characters in this first episode. But mm-hmm. God, there's still so much. Plus, well, it was all, it was ninety minutes too, so that mm-hmm. doesn't help. But. Um, I was I wonder, thinking about that though. Like on the next episode, do you think they'll be able to keep up this kind of pace? That's what I was like, gonna say. Like, I well, wonder if it's, if the next one's gonna be as crazy as this one. I think it is. I think I it is too. I think there's gonna be just as much um, mystery involved with this as as before, because um, we still have several characters that we don't know really what the background is on these people and so forth. Um, like the two guys that seem to be following the presence that went through the. Different mm-hmm. ministers, oh, right. yep, who yep. always showed up wherever they showed up. They were like uh, tourist appropriate wear, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they showed up in Africa. But then we didn't see them again until they get to Texas. Right? No, 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 we no, saw them no, no. go in the church in Russia. Yeah, they went into ah, Russia. That's right. Remember that's they had right. the big Which, Russian hats on. Yeah, and it, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it had uh, didn't it have like a pentagram? Yes, mm-hmm. on yeah, the so, doors. When it, yeah, it's like a closed. satanic church or something, I think. Yeah. Or satanic. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, satanic Lord. and coke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was watching this show, it kind of reminded me of playing one of those adventure video games mm-hmm. where you have to like look at every single thing in the room that you're in with your character to make sure that you're not supposed to click on something. Right. To figure out what it is, like a clue or a puzzle or something that you have to do. Just because there's so many things going on. Yeah, totally. There's, It's like a huge puzzle and we're just trying to put it all together right now. Hidden gems. Hidden gems. There you go. How about Cassidy? Cassidy's introduction was awesome also. That dude is funny as hell. Yeah, he was. Who is just he? listening to him talking. Oh my God. Hasn't he um, been something else? Joe Gilgan is his name uh yeah he has been he's been um god i don't know why i have a vi- uh, memory of him like in a mad max type thing or something mm-hmm. but yeah i, I, I just, we've seen this guy before no doubt i picture him in like a punk rock band type mm-hmm. movie i could spend an hour just listening to that guy talk <laughs> well, i swear to god some of it trying to figure out what the hell he's saying i know but it was hilarious <laughs> It was. And that, that whole scene, though, that was awesome. That fight scene in the plane. Uh-huh. I mean, really, that was really cool. Okay, well, um, well look, answer some questions for me before we get to the fight scene, then. Okay. Okay, so he... Okay, first of all, he's pooping. Do vampires poop? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess so. That was... He certainly he certainly seemed to be relieved. He stunk it up. Yep, <laughs> he did. <laughs> he got the air freshener out. That's the, only re- that's the only reason he found the crazy Bible, remember? <laughs> and secondly, that's my next question, the Bible. So he opens this Bible, and there's like all this writing inside of it. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that tip him off that something weird is happening? Well, it's kind of weird. Well, I 
Yeah, <laughs> what's well, kind of weird. But I think I think he we've got vampire hunters on his trail. Mm-hmm. Because you remember remember after all this happens, he calls his his contact or whatever and says, "Yeah, they found me again." Oh right. So uh... evidently, these something in the Bible there, the whack wacky. Uh, writing in the Bible and so forth tipped him off that these were the vampire hunters. Okay. It was pretty odd. I mean, like the the writing in there was like yes, yes, yes. I mean, it was kind of. I'd have to go back and read because you know, it like had some some of the passages were circled and things like that. Yep. So it would. Be, I'd have to get you know, a good couple screenshots to be able to read what was going on in there. But whatever it was, it tipped him off that these right. were vampire hunters. Well, and then he, Stuart had to point this out to me too, but he noticed that they were flying the wrong direction because he noticed that the sun was coming up on the wrong side of the plane. Oh, I didn't catch Is that, that. right, Stuart? Well, that's what he said. He came out of the bathroom and he said, uh, well, I didn't realize, I thought we were going, didn't he say we, I thought we were going to Vegas? Mm. Or I, thought it was, like that. I thought we were going east of Vegas or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like something. And he looked out uh, the plane and he saw that this, there was uh, something shining off the clouds. It was, you know, the sun was shining off the clouds. He's like, well, you know, why are we heading west? Uh, you know, I remember that and I did not catch that, Stu. That's very true. And then that's when all hell broke loose and they started kicking each other's ass. I think the best part is when he stabbed the guy in the chest with the bottle and then used yes. it to get blood. Yes, out of the guy. exactly. Yes. <laughs> to go cup. Get him a little to-go cup. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. <laughs> Which was. was actually my first indication that he was a vampire. Because when he first um, got that, uh, bit the guy's neck yeah. and ripped a chunk out, I thought he was just being a dickhead. No, I mean, I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I don't know if you really noticed what the guy was doing, but he was pouring holy water on him. Yeah, yeah I noticed. And, and he was kind of like, "I don't you guys get the get the traditional stuff it doesn't work you know and then he (laughs) fights he said something like uh, this is what we do and then he bit the guy Uh uh-huh and ripped into him (laughs) and then of course filled up his to-go cup with uh blood like stir set out of the champagne bottle yeah and i to until our discussion now i didn't realize the whole vampire thing but i i did know that the the blood was in some way gonna help him kind of piece himself back together again oh yeah Mm -hmm. well you saw what happened when when they showed him on the ground right Remember when he, he pulled was... the cow down? Yeah, that was the yeah. way he could rebuild himself. <laughs> right. That was the only way he could rebuild himself. He's <laughs> like, hello, honey. Hello, Bessie. Come on down there. <laughs> that was hilarious, too, because he yanks the shit out of that cow. <laughs> I know. I'm, what, what's the, the, what's the uh, movie with Pinhead in it? Um, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, the Clyde Barker thing. Yeah. Um, that reminded me of that movie. Mm-hmm. Because he had to um, have a, a body in order to reconstruct himself. Mm-hmm. Hellraiser. 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 There you go. Good job, Kim. Yep. Nice job. I'm on it. <laughs> but yeah, so so I wonder what Cassidy's story is. Is and so and he meets the preacher at the bar like what that was just random, right? Scene. Yeah, but what a great scene. Their conversation was hilarious. Because he's yeah. asking the preacher all these questions. The preacher's just like, I don't understand a word you said right up from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's he's moves on. He's like, All right. Yeah, he slaps him on the back and he goes, Ah, it's okay, preacher. Yeah. <laughs> you go hilarious. back to what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was awesome. Uh, and I love it when he's talking on the phone to whoever his his people are or whatever, and and he's like, lay low, and he looks around at like a, a 
Budweiser sign. He said, oh, I'm laying low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he didn't do anything when the preacher was fighting those guys, right? He yes, he kinda, did. He no, did. he helped him in the end. Remember, the one guy was coming at him in the end, and he threw the stool in front of him. Yeah, he kicked the chair at him, or kicked the okay. stool at him. Okay. Yeah, and took that guy down. And that's why, when, you remember when the sheriff was there, and the sheriff was like, uh, what did he say? That's enough, boys. And you hear the you hear the uh, Irish guy in the background going, what's that have to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that guy. He's going to be so much fun this season. He is. He is. <laughs> it's going to be a riot. I love the fact that he, he took up... Uh, took up uh, housing in the attic of the church. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. And so do you think that um, that entity is, like, following him? Do you think following... that's why it ended up at the church? No, I think oh. I think he kind of... I think he kind of likes the preacher. Hmm. I okay. Think, I think he likes the... I, I think he likes the preacher. I think he's going to be, like, an ally of the preacher. I don't think... I don't think before this that really he or whatever group he's with or whatever had anything to do with the preacher. Right. I think it was just happenstance that they ran into each other, but he likes him. But no, I mean the entity that enters the preacher later on. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it was following Cassidy? I don't think uh, so. I don't no. think so either. Uh -uh. No, I think it was just random. I think it was just going through different different religious men. Around just the world. happened to end up in Anvil, Texas, mm -hmm. with Tulip and Cassidy. Right. I think it was just a. It just happened. Okay. But that's what I think is great because I think there are these random things that are happening because it's so supernatural, comic book like. Mm -hmm. Right. That you really don't have to question it too much. Well, it just means that there's going to be a lot of things converging on Anvil, Texas. Yep. Yeah, the shit's going to go down. Yeah, you're going to have the vampire hunters looking for for uh, Cassidy. You're going to have um, the two two very well-dressed men who show up with the cowboy hats. Mm -hmm. um, they're in town and <laughs> and whatever past that, um, that the preacher has, mm -hmm. that Jesse has, is also going to be coming back to play in there because Tulip's definitely... Uh, Still involved with whatever that is, and P Tulip's got people following her. I hope those two guys wear chaps. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we also have a love triangle brewing between Jesse and Tulip and Emily, his assistant. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, who he re refers to as a good asset of the church. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of mm. cool. Yeah, and he has no clue that she even likes him but we figure that out when they're sitting at the bar or no in the uh, restaurant with her kids yeah. um so that could be interesting too and when she breaks down in the car and takes their ipad for a nice ride oh my god i, I mean, feel like doing that sometimes. i think that's a, that's a good thing though <laughs> uh, or a good thing to point out though when he i mean he was he was ready to give it all up mm-hmm mm -hmm. And uh, when he's standing in front of the congregation and looks out in front of everybody and, and sees, like, how many people are kind of relying on him, mm -hmm. no matter how messed up he is, he, he changes his mind. So he finds some appreciation in what he's doing. Uh, the whole rogues gallery was in the church, weren't they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, um, the kid with the crazy face. Yeah. Our face. Showed up. Yeah. 
Yeah. We haven't even talked about him yet. No, no. So what was up with him? Well, I tell you what, before before I even say that, um, I want to bring up his <laughs> I want to bring up the sheriff. Okay. His okay. dad. Um who was total dick. I mean, geez. You know, here he is coming to the preacher and saying, um, you know, hey, I want you to come by and see my son and so forth. And then when the preacher asked him for something, you know, like watching out for uh, that kid's mom. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 And he was kind of like, uh, I, I'm only dealing with this if there's an official complaint. Mm-hmm. And then when and then when the when uh, Jesse shows up at his house, man, that was a freaky house i mean number one that guy couldn't be more surly <laughs> and uh, i love the uh, shake he was putting together for his son <laughs> with beef and yeah. all that stuff and the uh. mother the mother's a zombie i don't know if you noticed that but she's in there you know he says something like hey miss root or something like that and she was just uh staring at the tv yeah i noticed she wasn't an actual zombie was she i don't know we'll find out okay because you know what we normally cover yes Okay, but yeah, she she was, (laughs) yep, yep, she was comatose. Let's put it that way. Um, So then that, of course, led to his uh, freaky son, Arseface. Okay, so what happened to Arseface? I was totally lost as to why he looked like that, and why was he drinking um, a shake made out of all meat? Uh, because I don't think his mouth worked anymore. But can no. he drink like a regular shake? Why does it have to be all meat? Is he a vampire too? <laughs> no, he, I don't think it was all meat, was it? No, it was, no, it stuff, was veggies it? and all kinds. It was no, like no, a others. whole meal. It was a whole meal. Yeah. Gross. Liquefied meal. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I you know, I don't know, Kim, but uh, I just had the way that was meal was being made up. I just had the impression that that's all he could eat if, if his food was liquefied. Well, he said, are they, he said something about, are they going to be mad at me? So is he talking about like the congregation? Are they going to be mad at him for not going to church? Or is there something else that is someone else supposed to be mad at him? I thought he was, I mean, I thought he was talking about God being mad at him for not going to church. And it also implied to something he had done in the past that was very bad that, uh, I guess messed, messed up his face. Okay. We, I, you know, I've read that it was that it was a gunshot, but I, you know, have, I haven't read the comics, so I really couldn't tell you what that was about. Oh, that's what that was. You read that he actually shot himself, and that's yeah, why his face it was, is all messed up. Right, right. When I was going back and reading a recap on the show, it stated that uh. he was shot in the face, and I was kind of like, what? Okay, whatever. Because when I went back and watched it the second time, I didn't see any indication that said anything yeah, didn't, about I think that. he said his dad uh, told him not to go, didn't he? Didn't he say he was? He, his dad yes. said he was. He would be a distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. And he wanted to go, so mm-hmm. which is why he ended up showing up later on. So I guess he's mm-hmm. going to be like a big character, though, right? You think? Uh, I th- yeah, I think he's going to be a recurring mm-hmm. character. Whew, that's a lot of people to remember. He's got the face. For it really him. is. He's got the face. I'm not sure what he's actually going to do, but he's got the face for it. No, we'll find out. I mean, I think it may. We may find out about. You know, this may be one of those things that's really uh, test uh, Jesse's faith. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know Jesse's ends the show with with a renewed um, fire for being in the church, mm-hmm. and uh, 
and you got a kid who's questioning whether God, you know, hates him or not. Um, I imagine that's going to be a big p- a pivotal point in Jesse's uh, preaching. Mm-hmm. Well, so now that Jesse is possessed by this thing, do you think it actually changes him at all? Uh, or do you think it just gives him power? I think eventually it change him. Whether it's like intensity or if he starts to realize that he actually has this power, how does he use that power? Does he use it for good or does he use it right. for evil? Because he starts out as a terrible mm-hmm. preacher. And now he... Okay, he, he then before this, he even gets embodied with this thing, he's already ready and promising that mm-hmm. he's going to be a better preacher. Right. right. So now he's set up to, okay, he's, he's motivated to be the better preacher. Mm-hmm. And now people are going to start doing everything he says. <laughs> well, so, I think... It, in that scene where where whatever it is takes over the entity or whatever and he influences the dude to go take his heart out it was almost like it took over i mean he was saying certain things but the but then this presence kind of took over but he but he's he totally didn't like during that he totally did not um and i'm asking this more than anything he didn't actually change what he was saying or anything i mean no. he was Mm-mm. he was still himself so yeah. it was just whatever he was saying just had more influence. You know, you bring up a good point, Stu, because um, it could be that whatever the entity is that's in him is very separate from him, but interprets what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that may be why the guy, the power made him take it literally, because the entity is interpreting, you know, when he says you have to, you know, give your heart out, then maybe the entity thinks, oh. Let's get that heart out. I don't know. Because he did seem to change, and all of a sudden he yeah. was very uh, uh, persuasive. Right. The scene, Yeah, the scene changed. The mm-hmm. music changed. Everything seemed to be really focused. Yeah. I am so. super excited to see where this all goes. Did you guys have any other points you wanted to bring up? I really like. I liked the thing that we didn't talk about was when um, she puts the kids down in the um, root cellar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you hear that the helicopter's coming, because I don't think we actually saw it, but you could hear a helicopter coming. Right. And there's mm-hmm. all the lights and stuff. And all of a sudden, you like, really quick, you hear, boom. And then you hear, <laughs> like, the helicopter crashing, and boom, it's down. And then you hear some guy screaming, no, no, right. no. <laughs> yeah. Bam, bam. <laughs> and, and it was just, it was awesome. It was... Uh-huh. Uh, well, I think they did a great job of of portraying that scene without having to show the actual helicopter getting shot down and i don't know if you noticed it but i thought it was so awesome when they uh when the kids came out and the guy's hanging out of the cockpit and he's got yeah. he's got metal soldiers in his head yeah oh right yeah yeah because that's what she used because i didn't even pick that up at that first that that's what she was using to load the bazooka right, with right exactly yeah. metal soldiers and uh and the white lightning mm-hmm yep, yep. that was awesome yeah, mm-hmm. it really was. It was a great scene. Well played out. It, it almost was um, played out as if it was a uh, um, Kansas uh, tornado. Yep, exactly. Which she referred to. But it was yep. kind of the same kind of thing. You're just looking at the door wondering what's going on outside. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the map is that she fought so hard to get. Oh, for whatever they're, the thing that she's trying to get him to do? Yeah. yeah. We'll find mm-hmm. out. We'll find out. We don't even know what the project is. 
Lots of fun questions. Yes. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, another cool scene, uh, very end, the the two guys that are following the entity. Mm-hmm. What was up with the dude eating the tea bag? Oh, I forgot about that. I don't know. Instead of just <laughs> like squeezing it out, he just ate the entire thing. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, in no way, shape, or form is that in appetizing. No. I mean, he, he, he reacts like it's too hot mm-hmm. when he's drinking mm-hmm. it. And then next thing he does, he, he pulls the tea bag out and eats it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I don't know. The, what the hell? He was just, I think that was just kind of like bring it home that these guys are weird. Yes. Maybe a little intense. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And of the paranormal oh, what variety. What was the too. other saying that, was, that someone had changed the sign to? Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the sign, the original sign, what did it say? Open your ass and holes to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. He's like, and, who, and when he gets up to yeah, the for sermon, he's like, oh, actually, I think it, when he ended the sermon, he right. said, whoever's messing with the sign out there. <laughs> please, please stop. And then, of course, the, the girl cuts him off with the organ. I know. Why'd she Remember? do that? She I just I, I think she was just like you sound like an idiot here. Yeah, it was <laughs> all just like perfect timing though. It was great. <laughs> you know, I, I guess the, the word I was looking for earlier is it was just like this campy, like fun kind of campy stuff. Yes. That was, yes. That was all through it. it was lots awesome. of lots of dark humor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lots of dark humor. I think this is gonna be fun coming off of The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead mm-hmm. because we're we've been so upset lately about you know, cliffhangers and who died and who hasn't died and like stuff like that. And it's time to have a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's why I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm ready to laugh. This 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 show's got a uh, a nice uh, spicing of uh, Monty Python in there too. Yes, yeah. I guess Walking Dead meets Monty Python. Texas meets Monty Python. Yeah, exactly. It's got it's got a it's got a serious amount of pet potential as far as I'm well, concerned. And the fact that Seth Rogen is involved with it, that's actually what originally caught my attention. Because how weird is that? Yeah, I was that not he would expecting be involved that. in something like that. Um, so I think he's going to lend a lot of humor to the entire plot line. You know, maybe maybe one of our listeners who has actually read the comics could let us know, but I have a feeling it's a very dark humor comic, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. And maybe that's why somebody like Seth Rogen was was attracted to it. Yeah. Well, Kim, are you going to pick it up, you think? You think you'd read it? Oh, I would definitely read this. I want to okay. read it. Are you Wait. going to now that we're actually doing a podcast about it? I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I, I learned from The Walking Dead that I don't want to be spoiled too much. I kind of, mm-hmm. um, even though I'm totally confused, I kind of like the idea of going into this not having a clue as to what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So maybe after this season's over, I'll read it. It kind of I I don't know if you guys I don't think you guys uh, watched Lost at all, but yeah we did yeah the first episode felt a lot like this uh huh I mean you got to the end of that first episode you had no idea what was going on but you were like this is gonna be fun yes yeah exactly and that's how I felt about the premiere of The Walking Dead too mm-hmm. yep well and mm-hmm. like I think you and and uh, Ross had even brought up before uh, Ross who had been a guest on our show before um, about how uh, the walking dead started out a little bit more comic book. Mm-hmm. Right. And it lost that after the first season. 
They had lost so. it after Frank Dar- Darabont was kicked off the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Because, you know, he, he was kicked off because he wanted to make it more comic book. He wanted to right. make the walkers more animated and so forth. That's why in his his one of his first episodes he did, he had a walker actually pick up a rock and use it as a tool. Mm-hmm. And that's what got him canned. Yep. Mm. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I just, I do hope that they are able to uh, to hold on to what has actually been an exciting pilot uh, yes. to the show. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, because of that, we're going to pick it up ourselves and discuss it. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it, it, one thing I got to add to that, Stu, is um, I guess it's kind of cynical to say, but it's pretty, it's not terribly, terribly hard to come up with a really interesting pilot. Mm-hmm. It's what you can do afterwards with it that makes the difference. Yes. Yeah. Because they well, throw they... a lot of money into these pilots, too. Yeah, well, not only that, you you... You have the opportunity of having no basis. You have mm-hmm. the opportunity of throwing out nothing but mysteries. You don't have to answer anything mm-hmm. in the pilot. So you have that advantage. It's when you come down to the answers. I mean, I think that's always been one of the things that killed uh, Lost later on is there never was anything answered. Yeah. Well, especially in the finale. Right. But I mean, but even after the first season, you kept waiting for something to be answered, mm-hmm. you know. Nothing really was ever answered, and, and, and with the answers they came up with were completely lame, and it was like they had to find those later on. So I think it's easy to come up with a story that's open-ended like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, Scott, you do bring the cynical, so... Yes, I do. I do. We, we enjoy you for that, for sure. The only thing that The Walking Dead and Lost did not have that this has is humor. Yes. Which I think is completely different. Uh-huh. And well, not to not to say your point is not valid. Yeah, they I mean they can they can make an awesome pilot uh-huh. and and uh and not follow through on it, but um I think there's another entertainment value in this uh-huh. that those those other two shows didn't have. I think that's why people have latched onto this show so much is because it's something new and refreshing. Yeah. And well, it's people, dark humor. So. It, it's dark humor and we still have that paranormal part of it. Um but we need we need to laugh more. Yeah. And people are ready to to have fun with their shows. Oh yeah, no doubt. And like I, like Gotham, you know? Like Gotham uh-huh. is huge right now because the penguin is just the craziest little freaky guy you've ever met and he brings so much humor to that show and um he just makes the entire thing. Mhm. So. Yeah. No, I agree with you totally. Um it definitely adds a new dimension to it. I don't think it's Stu. I, I don't think it flies in the face of what I was saying. The argument. It's just another aspect of the show. You know, it's 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 definitely going to be taking that into effect. It's just find you know the solutions to the uh, character development will be telling. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, yeah. If they I, again, I think it's the question I asked before: is you know, can they keep up the pace mm-hmm. of um, the interesting storyline? as well as some of the humor, uh-huh. um, you know, uh, different characters and their development. I think there's going to be where they have here is that there's ridiculousness that can just happen, you know, where in The Walking Dead, some of this stuff, people have to have more reasoning behind what's happening. Uh-huh. I think here they can they have a little bit more play in the writing. So... Um, 
I don't know. I think I think they can they can get away with a little bit more too. But it still has to be freaking creative, like they did in the pilot. Well, the other thing with this show is that we've got several storylines going on at the same time. We're not just following one group of people and their storyline. Then and then they those people have side storylines. Like we've got like five or six different things going on with this one that may or may not be related in some way. And so they have a lot more freedom with that. Yeah. And, and it'll I'll make it go more back interesting. And, oh, yeah, without a doubt. But I'll, I'm going to go back again to Lost. I mean, it's the, it's the same kind of thing. I mean, Lost started out with a bunch of characters who had something motivation going on behind them. You didn't know what it was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. There was uh, other mysteries popping up. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, you know, real late in the season where you really could say whether you you like the development or not. Mm-hmm. And I think True. this show is going to have the advantage of being able to do that for, you know, two or three episodes before you're going to be saying, huh. Or it may make, you know, it may make a mistake, in my opinion, of answering the questions too early. Yeah, and taking the mystery out of the show. That's yep. True. I'm gonna assume it's not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna assume too. I'm gonna assume too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, there's a director's cut of this too, right? Where they have um, Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen is narrating the the premiere. No. You can find it on AMC. I think really? he's high while he's doing it as well. Oh, he's always high. <laughs> so that goes without saying. But now that we've talked about the episode, I kind of want to go back and watch that mm-hmm. to just get some more answers to stuff. So mm-hmm. I might actually, do or maybe that. just, or maybe just wait. I can't well, wait. I don't know. <laughs> Cassidy was packing a bong. I wonder if Seth Rogen had that. Well, yeah, funny enough, the picture that I'm looking at right now on the AMC website is Seth Rogen with Cassidy and the bong on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see when James Franco makes his guest. Oh, you know role. he will. Too. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Somehow, some way, he's going to find his way onto that show. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be doing it a little bit differently tonight since we decided that we were just on the spur of the moment going to do an episode about this tonight instead of waiting till next week like we told everybody that we were going to do so we don't have any news items for tonight or um listener feedback and oddly enough amc has not released any information about next week's episode for preacher so there's really nothing else to report (laughs) well they did they did show some preview images from next week they did but they don't have like a title or any other information released so Mm -mm. Yeah, and describing those images is just not very entertaining. Hmm. Except I, except I was interested in the one of of Tulip getting baptized. Oh yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, all right. That is entertaining. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, sorry. I thought that was interesting. Don't know what it means. I'm sorry, Scott. I take that I, back. I think she's yeah. just trying to appease her lover man. Could be. But we'll see. Yeah, maybe so. Um. The other thing is, I will not be here next week. And so we will more than likely have a guest on, which we're hoping it will be Ross. <laughs> yeah. Come um, on, Brian. And um, But we'll let you know about that later on. And um, 
I think we're ready to close it out. So if you guys have... Actually, I don't think we'll let them know later on. They'll just find out when they get to the next show. Well, that's what I mean by <laughs> we'll let you know later on. Um, so if you guys have any comments about the Preacher series, just go ahead and email us on our regular email address and our, our um, Twitter or our Facebook page. And we'll, we'll still keep checking all of those things and... Um, updating you guys as needed also if you have any further comments about uh fear of the walking dead season that you want to share anything like that mm-hmm. we're more than willing to listen and we can discuss them further yeah we're a one-stop shop yes, yes we, we, are. we are so thank you for listening Spiel it. <laughs> stop <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to the fear me podcast you can find us on twitter soundcloud stitcher and itunes You can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. And if you want to get in touch with us or send us your thoughts on our episodes, you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week to review episode two of Preacher. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Good night. Good night. It was the time of the preacher. When the story began Of the choice of a lady And the love of a man How he loved her so dearly He went out of his mind When she left him for someone, she left behind.